1: hello hello people happy monday happy monday happy monday it's another monday um and you know what this is just another day that the lord has kept me i was singing that song um that's an old i don't even know if i should say it's a I don't think it's a Negro spiritual per se, but um, it is a song that I remember um, growing up and the old mothers in our church, you know, they would get that moan in their voice and that um, humming sound as they sang that song. And, and, and in, our t- in in my time growing up, um, you know, singing was a congregational thing. It was something that everybody joined in with. Um, There was a lot of call and response. But today that song just kind of came up in my spirit after I got in from um, the hustle and the bustle of the day. And uh, I was telling my husband, uh, we watched a couple of movies last night that were kind of like uh, alarming you know, um, and sometimes I actually, I don't really watch much TV, actually. And I don't watch a lot of movies. But these two movies were, the content was very <laughs> stressful. And so, of course, you know, I had a bad dream afterwards. And I was telling him over dinner how, or after dinner, how I I can't watch those kind of movies with him. Honey, I said, because you know what? There's enough stress in, in real life every day than for me to add stress to my brain <laughs> or my emotions um uh, by watching it on TV. So thinking about those things just reminded me of this song. And um I can share a little bit of it with you guys um so you can know what I'm talking about. But we used to sing it like this. Just another day <laughs> That the
2: Lord
1: has kept me. You hear what I'm talking about? That moan, you know, how you can just kind of feel the sincerity of what they're saying. Just another day that the Lord has kept me, and you know. When I think about the the magnitude of the evil that happens in one day, I found myself saying, He has kept me from all evil. Yes, he has. And he kept my mind. My mind stayed on him. So I am truly grateful that this is just one more day that God has kept me. You know, it pays to meditate on good things. Do you realize that, people? It pays to meditate and to feast and to feed your spirit and to, to, to digest good things. Things that are wholesome, things that uplift your spirit, things that keep you on the straight, narrow path, you know, songs of praise, songs of worship, instead of things that <laughs> caused the reaction that I had in my sleep last night, wake up, you know, having a nightmare. <laughs> so I can truly agree With the scripture, there's a scripture that says, tells us um, not to take thought for tomorrow. You know, don't take thought for tomorrow. I believe it was um, referring to how God takes care of the sparrows, you know, and how um, we are of more value than the little sparrow. But it um, tells us not to worry about tomorrow because sufficient enough is the evil of the day. Just in one day, it's it, it would blow our mind if we actually knew the magnitude of the evil. huh? That goes on in one day. So, here we are. Here we are again with another opportunity to share um, hope and healing with you on our program. Uh, I think what I'm going to do tonight is... Um, a combination of things i looked and i found that i had an old article that i meant to and wanted to talk about last year and um i never got around to it so i'm going to read from that article and i'm going to talk about that but um i also had made some notes where uh just in the past few weeks i heard some statistics and um, I didn't get to look it up myself, but um, maybe on the next time I'm on the air, I can actually give you more details. But I do want to kind of talk about the contents of these statistics as well. And I'm going to do some book reading. I'm going to go back to reading from my own personal story, The Story of Me. So um, um, I, I want to... Uh, well, my honey was going to be joining me tonight, and I'm hoping that he still can join us. Um, he was having some technical problems getting on the air. So, if you guys hear him join in, don't be surprised. Um, that's just that's just my honey, my Christopher, joining us um, on the air. Okay, so, let's see. Which one do I want to do first? mm. Well and I do the article from this is actually from um last year. It was October eighteenth uh twenty thirteen and um I won't read the name of the pastor involved um because that's not as important to me as uh the subject matter but um the article was posed in the form of a question. <clears throat> and it says, is famed pastor, oh, I should say where this is from, the Christian Post. Okay, it's from the Christian po- Post last year, October 18th. Um, question, is famed pastor wrong for refusing to bless unmarried woman's baby before the congregation? Of course, in this article, there's um, um, opposing opinions. Uh, People that responded to the article gave opposing opinions, but it um, goes on to say, famed pastor and gospel singer has come under fire for a local woman who says, I'm sorry, under fire from a local woman who says, he refused to bless her two-year-old son before the congregation of his church in Detroit, Michigan. And a heated debate on the wisdom of his decision is now raging on line. Um, the woman uh, recently began attending the church Uh, She says she wants to raise her son in the church to instill values and morals based upon the word, according to the Fox Detroit report. So when she heard that a special dedication service for children, two years old and younger, is scheduled to take place at the church this Sunday, she rang up the church office on Tuesday to make sure her son wouldn't miss out on the blessing. Uh, it goes on to say that she was in the process of making the arrangements and then um, they must have asked her a series of questions and when uh, she told them that she was not married that's when everything fell apart in her mind Um, that's when they told her that um, they would be glad to dedicate her child but under different circumstances. Uh, They would make other arrangements to bless the child during another service uh, during the week with one of the elders um, of her choice. And she became offended. She was offended. She was irate. Uh, Let me see. She said, these are her words, I've never felt so degraded and disrespected in my life, she said. Uh, I absolutely would not set set foot back in the church right now because I feel like they look down upon me and my kind, meaning single mothers and unwed mothers. The church should be the last place you should go to be judged and denied, she explained. I thought this would be interesting, actually. Um, I'm hearing sounds. Let's see. Are we coming up on a break? (laughs) I I better look. pay attention to my cues. It looks like we are getting close. Okay, so I actually thought that this was interesting because in in my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse, I actually talk about what the Bible has to say about um, children being born out of wedlock, and um, I talk about how that child coming into the world uh, under those circumstances already has several strikes against the child um, from many from many different aspects um, in terms of um, in terms of coming from a broken home, first of all. And in terms of finances, um, uh, many times they are born into, um, oops, there are the tunes. Okay. Back after the break, people.
0: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping
3: the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at Inc. at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls We can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The Story of Me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page, Amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me.
2: Thank God I am free. I am free.
0: Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be.
1: parts of or most of um the information on an article uh and this article is concerning um an unmarried woman who had a child two years old and uh, she wanted her child to be um blessed and dedicated before a church congregation and um she went on to say that she was you know she wanted to raise her child according to um You know, godly values, let me rephrase that, instill values and morals based upon the word she said, but yet she was offended and publicly um, created uh, a scandal and made a spectacle about this situation, Um, felt degraded, disrespected, so forth and so on. And I thought that this was interesting because... uh, I find that many people who profess to be believers in Christ and Christians and Christians, you know, don't study the word of God for themselves. I can't speak for this pastor um, as far as a right or wrong issue. In my my opinion, it's not a, a right or a wrong issue. It's it's um, that he obviously wasn't comfortable with with the situation and he obviously wasn't comfortable um doing this service, uh, for her son publicly in a way that I can imagine probably seemed to him like it would have been, um, how do I say, like endorsing the situation, endorsing the behavior, which I can recall a time when being, a uh, an unwed mother was not looked upon, um, the way it is now in society, it was not acceptable. it was not um, i can I can recall a time when people actually used the term uh, bastard you know in reference to children that were born out of wedlock. And how it was a very negative thing. And I know now that uh, society says, you know, and the secular world says that we are supposed to embrace so many things. I mean, from A to Z, they will condemn you and criticize you for not endorsing uh, things that God is actually opposed to. Um It may be interesting for you to know, and for this lady obviously had never studied the word of God on herself, but God himself did not condone and does not condone birthing children out of marriage, out of wedlock. Yet she said she wanted to raise this child and instill values and morals based upon the word. And it's clear here that she had no idea what's in the word, um, in my book, overcoming sexual abuse, I actually looked up some words. I did some research, and I wanted to, you know, I, I wanted to know for myself, you know, what the Bible said about these kinds of things, and, and the effects. I mean, the secular community has done research, and 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 they can give you statistics how the effects of being born out of marriage, out of wedlock, uh, can linger from one generation to the next. Um, they, can give you, they can tell you how many of these children uh, are born into poverty, how many of them come from dysfunctional homes. Um, we've done stories and shows about uh, the children who, especially boys, but not only boys, who have wrath and are angry. I mean, literally, they grow up angry because they don't know their fathers. But yet, this woman was angry, because this pastor, she wanted a pastor to bless her child in front of the congregation. It wasn't acceptable to her that he would still bless her child and ask one of the elders to anoint and bless her child. But no, it had to be done in front of the congregation. Otherwise, she wasn't happy. Wow. Well, these are the kinds of things that we deal with on this show, whether whether um, people agree with it or not, you know, um, it's so important for us to line up with the word of God. When I, when I, when I did my research, I looked up in the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance the word um, bastard. And uh, if you want to look it up yourself, the reference number for that is 4464. It says, from an unused root meaning to alienate from an unused root, meaning to alienate, a mongrel, i.e. born of a Jewish and a heathen mother, bastard. Okay. Another reference number was 3541, 3541, because sometimes it gives you the definition in Hebrew, sometimes it gives it to you in the Greek. um, And it says, of uncertain affinity, A spurious or illegitimate son slash bastard, okay? The later definition is the one I'm referencing concerning my father. I go on to talk about how my father didn't know his father, okay? He grew up not knowing his father and how that impacted and affected his ability to be a father, how he didn't know how to be a father, how he tried to be a father for a while, but his internal and personal issues were such that um, and, and he rejected the word of God, like it sounds like this woman is doing. Uh, he rejected the word of God at some point in his life. Uh, he became despondent and decided to, you know, drink and medicate and try to drown his problems in other ways, um, but he didn't know his father. So according to this definition, he, let me rephrase that. His, he knew who his father was, but he didn't know his father. He did not grow up with his father. His parents never married. Um, his life was rough. Thank God, you know, we were born into a household where, where I had both my parents, but that wasn't enough to keep me from Suffering uh, the abuse that I suffered, and I'll go into reading my story a little bit more later. Um, But anyway, the Bible. (laughs) The Bible. Once I did further study, I found out that, as far as God was concerned, people that were born out of wedlock were not even allowed to minister in the temple, they were not allowed to serve in the temple. Um, this was definitely a blemish. Um, Let me read it. It says, hold on a second here. Let me go back. Let me go back. Um, It is clear to me God takes great offense to men and women having children out of marriage, so much so he forbid bastards from being permitted to enter the congregation of the Lord. It said, a bastard shall not enter the congregation of the Lord, even to his 10th generation shall he not enter into the congregation of the Lord. Um, Of course, these were um, um, statutes specifically for the Jewish people at the time. But I still think it's important to understand how God feels about these things. Um, Deuteronomy 23 and 2 Uh, was the scripture reference for that. Deuteronomy 23 and 2. God has not changed his mind concerning this issue. Um, I go into a whole uh, paragraph, a long paragraph on that, but I end that paragraph by saying, what can wash away this sin, the sin of illegitimacy, nothing but the blood of Jesus. So in Christ... And through Christ, that sin and that um, the the negatives that come along with those things uh, can be overcome. Can be overcome. It will, in a, in many cases, still be a struggle, but um, this woman, I, I felt, wow. Okay, so you say that this is what you're interested in and many people say that this is what they're interested in but they don't realize that to to find deliverance to overcome shame to overcome the trauma of things that have happened to you we don't know what her circumstances were and how she ended up having this child um you know on her own uh, it takes two to tangle of course but in order to overcome in order, in order to get the victory, in order to um, be embraced and be received, we have to humble ourselves and we have to submit to the word of God. It doesn't matter what we think, she says. The church is the first place that you're supposed to. Um, how does she put it? Uh, she actually went on to use some curse words in this article. Who the bleep are this? Is this person to judge? Um, to judge? and she makes some accusations about one of their children and so forth and and so on, but I'm like, wow. So you want, you're looking for values and you want to instill morals in your child, but this is how you respond? Interesting. This is the way society is nowadays, is that people don't want, they don't want you or me or anyone to have an opposing opinion. You know, he wasn't comfortable performing this service in a public way as to endorse the behavior or the actions that led up to this. Um, But we're not allowed, according to the secular community, to do that anymore. Um, the, the, The more detrimental it is, it seems like the more pressure there is for people to condone to give in to try to make people feel comfortable but you know what I hear the cues I think I think people that we are coming up on another break so when you hear the music um, there we go <laughs>
0: Magic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these.
3: Are you concerned about your physical and spiritual health? Tired of aches and pains? Heartburn? Taking pills? Being out of shape and having no self-control? Try the 90-Day Challenge by Vice Vaisalus. Using our delicious, nutritious health shakes and eating one meal a day, you can build lean muscle, burn fat, improve your health, and rule your body instead of your body ruling you. Choose your kit. Start your challenge. Lose 10 pounds at a time. Order online today at Diane S. Jones. Body by Vi. Dot com.
2: <laughs>
3: A black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her. She achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from Authorhouse.com. This show's host page or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs>
2: Thank God, I am free. I am free.
0: Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on toginet.com show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse helping you heal it's what we're all about it's i'm not the woman i used to be i'm free on Toginet, and now back to your host minister diane jones
1: okay i'm back and um i am talking about an article that i read from the christian post and i'll I am addressing the um topic of basically children being born out of wedlock. And I am talking about what the Bible has to say about uh a child being a bastard, uh about a child being uh classified as illegitimate. I know that this ooh is probably raising some eyebrows right about now and um infuriating some of you might be listening, but um, the reason that I bring this up is because um, it, along with um, many of the other abuses that are happening in society, it is an abuse. To bring a child into this world um, um, out of marriage, out of wedlock, is, is an abuse of what sex was designed for, Um, Sex was intended to allow reproduction. It is um, also, of course, pleasurable and intended to be pleasurable and to create a bond between a man and a woman. But it is also for the purpose of reproduction and um, to do it in the setting of a family, in the security of a home and a family. Of course, there are situations that can interfere with that. Um, There are things such as death, you know, um, things such as divorce that may not be your fault. Um, Maybe that the other person divorced you. Um, There's a lot of factors that go into these situations, but it doesn't change the fact that it is uh, having children outside of marriage is not according to God's plan for mankind. This is not according to God's plan for mankind. And the fact that people are doing it, and they're doing it now without shame, without concern, uh, like they should, is devastating. It is devastating to the children. It is devastating to society as a whole. And I go on to say, um, but I like to give hope. I like to give hope in this show. Um, I don't like to simply point out the the evils and the ills and the and the traumatic things, but to give hope. Um, if you find yourself in this situation, in this place, as one who gave birth out of marriage, or you are the seed of such a union, like I was saying about my father, um, God can. And will legitimize you. Really and truly. That's the only thing that legitimizes you. I don't care if society condones it. Just like um, society is trying to condone same-sex unions. Um, I don't care if they condone it. God is the creator of the universe. God is the creator of mankind. He is the originator and the creator of marriage. He is the creator of... Being able to create and procreate. So it doesn't matter if society says it's okay. What matters is what God says. Because he's the one that we have to stand before when it's all said and done. So if you find yourself in this situation, the answer is not to rebel against that statute. I understand if you feel some shame. I understand if you feel bad about it. But the answer is not to rebel And get mad at the person who is trying to uphold the standard. The answer is to cry out to God about it. The answer is to cry out to the father about it and let him know your pain and your feelings of shame and your concerns to ask his forgiveness for the part that you played in it. And he will legitimize you and your child. He will be your father. He will be a father to the fatherless. He will be a friend to the friendless. He will be a mother to those who have no mothers. Um, he will be your father. Denounce this lifestyle. And the sexual sin associated with it. You have to come to the place where you acknowledge and you say, you know what? What I did was wrong in God's eyesight. It has nothing to do with what mankind says. In God's eyesight, what I did was wrong. Or if someone raped you, let's say someone raped you and, and uh, you found yourself a child because of that. Then, they, then what they did was wrong. You are probably still feeling the shame and the repercussions from it, but give it to God. Ask Jesus to cover your sin with his blood. This is why he was born. This is why he was born into this world. That's why he came into this world to legitimize all of us. All of us. According to the word of God, if you are not born a Jew, you you are a bastard. That makes me a bastard. That makes anyone who wasn't born a Jew a bastard. But the scriptures tell us that we can be engrafted in. We can be engrafted in and where he no longer will call us bastards or consider us to be um, illegitimate once we accept his son Jesus Christ and the price that he paid for our salvation, then we become legitimate. I, even though I had an earthly mother and father who were married, I was illegitimate spiritually until I was born again. That's according to the word of God. So, you know, it gets pretty heavy and it gets pretty deep when people so many people are talking about what they think and what they feel, and they're opposing God's standards and righteousness, and we are paying the price for it. We are paying the price for it. I hear, I tune into shows that are talking about um, welfare reform, and they're talking about how people abuse the system, and they're talking about everything from A to Z. We are paying the price for our rebellion. We are paying the price for it, and there's more to come, people. There's more to come. There's more coming down the pike. Just because we don't see this, the effects of everything immediately, oh, believe you me, we will see the effects full-fledged. Some of it we are seeing the effects of. Some of it we are seeing the effects of. And we will see more in, in, in time. Um. Wow, I'm kind of getting off track. Um, I guess these are things that I needed to say because I have been seeing, um, I got some notifications in my, uh, in my emails about um, something called a bathroom bill, a bathroom bill that um, I, w- I believe was passed here in Maryland. I didn't – I didn't. I wasn't planning to go this route, so I didn't pull it up. But um, I received a notification uh, because a certain organization is trying to um, – uh, how do I say? Refute it, trying to overturn it, trying to prevent it be- from becoming completely official. Uh, I guess it has another step that it has to go through. Well, a bathroom bill now has been supposedly passed here in Maryland – which would allow a man to use the woman's bathrooms in public places, in schools, um, just because he says that he feels like he's a woman, because he feels like he's a woman. He can now be justified in going in and using the woman's bathrooms, the women's locker rooms, um, because he or she, he feels like he's a woman and vice versa. You know, so people go out and vote for these things. They go out for same-sex unions and they say it's not, it's not affecting me. It's not affecting my household. Well, shame on you because you know what? That selfish mentality is what now is causing it to um, bust wide open. And as I've said before on this show, um, once the people that profess to be homosexual or lesbian, I don't even like to use those terms because the Bible speaks of these things as confusion and it speaks of these things as perversion, um, not as homosexual or lesbian. It's confusion and it is perversion. And these things are an abomination to God. Um, they stink in his nostrils, this, this type of behavior, this lifestyle, this rebellion against what God created us to be. Now it is going to impact more people than was thought. So now um, I, I don't know how they're going to bring this all you know, how they're going to, how do I say, manage it and, and bring it all into being? It'll be interesting to see. But now, yeah, yeah, I, I, so what? When I'm out in a public place, I guess I just have to hold it until I get home because I don't want to, to risk a man walking in the, the stall. Or if I had a child that was in school, I, I wouldn't want a young teenage boy coming into the girl's locker room to shower because he feels like he's a, a girl. But I'm not supposed to have that opinion. But you know what? I could care less. I have that opinion because my opinion is based on what God approves of and what he doesn't approve of. Therefore, if he don't approve of it, I don't approve of it. I see the danger in it. We're feeling the effects of the danger in it. And this is why. Because of people like this woman in this article who, rather than to admit her shame and her shortcomings she would rather cause misery for someone else um, so that everybody I guess she would be happy if everybody just had illegitimate children so what how it affects the child so what how the, what the child has to struggle and go through um, my uh, her will is obviously more important and that's a shame that's a shame. So I'm hearing sounds again, like the break is coming. Here we go.
0: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these.
3: Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? In any major bookstore, overcoming
0: sexual abuse. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Trisha will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Th- 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 Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on DougieNet.com. Thank-
1: I am discussing some some um, serious topics and issues as usual on on the air, and uh, I was just talking about the bathroom bill that I've been hearing about here in Maryland, and um, how 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 when so- we as society, when people rebel against the statutes of God and the rightness of God and the right His righteousness, how it opens the doors for so many other things and um i went from from my article about this uh woman who was upset because she uh was not married and she had a child that she wanted to be publicly um, blessed and dedicated in the church and she went on to basically you know, bad mouth the church, bad mouth the pastor, even using cuss words in her uh, explanation as far as why she felt dis- dis- degraded and disrespected, but how that when we reject what God has to say about the situation, it just snowballs. It just snowballs and causes all these other problems in society. So now we have something called the bathroom bill <laughs> in which... um. You know, apparently some man somewhere was upset and, or people or a group of people were upset and felt like they should be allowed to use the women's bathroom now because they feel like they're a woman. The Bible calls this perversion, confusion, an abomination, um, and so forth and so on. Um. I'm running out of time, so I did say I wanted to highlight another report that I learned about and I believe these statistics were from the Department of Justice, the DOJ. And let's see, did I write down I think the source was something called World World Net Daily. Uh, I didn't get a chance to fully research it myself, but I just want to highlight the notes that I took concerning it. And this was regarding the armed forces. In the armed forces, in the military, sexual assault is on the rise. Sexual assault is on the rise. I noticed myself that when me and my husband have been to the gym here in the last several months i 've started to see brochures posted at the gyms i 've seen signs in the stalls about uh, rape and about crisis hotline numbers and about sexual assault. I picked up a couple of brochures actually to um, to review uh, for the for the show because I was curious to see what they were saying and what um they would recommend. Um, regarding this issue, and I wondered why. Why I was seeing so much of this information um, all over the place now. Uh, They have one, talking about sex, sex communication and respect. Um, The other one, sexual assaults. Am I at risk? Um, I picked up a couple of these brochures and come to find out, that's because sexual assault is on the rise in the military. And according to this report, There were 12,000 reports of women being sexually assaulted. Uh, I didn't remember, I didn't have a chance to write down over what period of time, but um, it's more than it used to be. And believe this or not, 14,000 men reported being sexually assaulted by other men. and as usual these are the only ones that reported because some people are ashamed to report the men are especially ashamed to report because if they do the stigma that goes along with that is is pretty um pretty, pretty difficult to deal with, but this is in the military. He feels like women and men should be able to co-mingle and do what they want to do. And they have the rights to do how they want to do and be where they want to be and go where they want to go and wear what they want to wear and, and, um, drink like they want to drink and, you know, put themselves in compromising situations. But the facts are this sexual sin. Is 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 the is part of human nature. It is a part of the fallen nature of man. It is a part of the rebellious nature of man. It is why Christ came into the world. We're about to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, I don't personally celebrate Easter anymore because Easter has nothing to do with Resurrection Day, but. I do still celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is why he came, people. This is why he bled. This is why he died, because of the rebellious nature of mankind that makes us all susceptible and prone to these ills. 12,000 women, 14,000 men in the military, in the armed forces. Combined, that is 26,000. People reporting sexual assaults from date rape to I had a woman tell me that she was in the military and she would be assigned out at night in some remote place with some other um, um, soldier who was a man. And, and one night he, this guy just turns to her and says, you know what, I could rape you out here and nobody would ever know it. You know and he's got his weapon you like trying to intimidate her and uh you know it's like why do we want to believe the lie why do why do people perpetuate the lie that you can do go be anything you want to be that there is no limitations that there is no boundaries that there should be no limitations and no boundaries when you put yourself in those kind of situations the The sinful nature, the rebellious nature of mankind, is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Here she's out there doing her job, so she she's out there to do her job. But because of what's going on in this man's mind, heart, spirit, the lust issues that he has, you know he he's threatening his fellow soldier. Because he's a sinner. Because he's a sinner. It happens. It's going to continue to happen until Jesus comes back. But in the meantime, we can resist it. We can resist it. We can attempt to make adjustments. We can repent. We can change our ways. That's how we overcome sexual abuse and other forms of abuse is by submitting to the will of God, by submitting to the ways of God, by listening to what he has to say about these behaviors, by making um, wiser and better decisions according to what's right in his eyes so we don't find ourselves in those situations or put ourselves in those situations so we prevent these things from going through our households to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation I am getting worked up, people. I am getting worked up. I am sick and tired of hearing the lies that the secular community is trying to push down the throats of people and people are like sheep. They're ignorant and um, easily deceived and buying the lies. And when they don't, the secular world is not telling you About the repercussions. They are not giving you the downside. The word of God gives you the downside. That's the good part about it. It gives you the downside. It warns you. It tells you. These things not because God hates you. Not because he's evil and mean. But because he loves you. Because he loves us. Because he so loved the world. That he gave his only son. That who would ever believe what he has to say, who would ever believe on Jesus Christ, you can be restored, you can be legitimized, you can achieve, obtain salvation, you can receive the peace, the tranquility, the rewards of heaven. When this life is over, when the stresses of this life is over, not only can we have abundant life now, but we can have it in eternity, for eternity, in God, in heaven, in his home. I don't have much time to read. I was supposed to be doing a book reading. So, well, let me read a few lines so that at least I could say I I did a book reading from my book. (laughs) okay this is called the fire page 31 I got a few minutes I believe before I go off Um, the flames caused a glow in the night light I didn't know if it was real it looked real but I was suspicious I crept down the hall peered over the banister down the stairs Ah, ah I could see smoke I could smell smoke My father kept saying, come downstairs, Diane, there's a fire. The house is on fire. My brothers and sister had already run downstairs. It was odd, though, because I did not hear any exclamations from them. The flames glowed brighter. The smell of smoke grew stronger. I was afraid, but I didn't know what I feared the most. Should I stay upstairs by myself, or should I trust my father? I decided to trust him. After all, he would not make up something like that. I ran downstairs, expecting to run outside. There he was. He grabbed me, caught me. He laughed at me. He was stark naked. He held in his hand what was left of a wax centerpiece that he had lit it was melted down now I saw his wicked smile I heard him say gotcha more next I show